0: the connector is all jammed up 75 85 southbound mainly trying to get down to I-20 but there may be something new 85 southbound before you get to 17th Street just adding to the delays and also checking on a new slow zone over on 285 southbound the interloop over at La Vista Road that is exit 36 keeping you on the brakes through Tucker. I'm Veronica Harrell 95.5 WSB.
1: I'm WSB meteorologist Christina Edwards. Mostly sunny today. High 84. Some clouds moving in for tonight. Lows in the upper 50s to low 60s. Tomorrow most cloudy, high 82, cloudy skies on Friday, a few isolated rain showers possible, morning
0: low 64, afternoon high 81. It is 80 degrees right now in Dallas and Athens, Brazelton has 79 degrees. We'll have more news at 1.30, breaking news when it happens. I'm Sabrina Cupid, 95.5 WSB.
1: Welcome, it's Eric Erickson here across the nation. The phone number is 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be on the program, delighted to have you with me. We've got to move away from the uh, mess in Washington, D.C. We'll just call it mess. Leave it at that. Uh, we, we got to actually talk about the real world. You, I know that those of us who are political junkies and cover the political news are kind of amazed at this. It's historic the first time a House speaker has been ousted uh, by a vote of the House to vacate the chair. We've had speakers replaced. Um, John Boehner, I mean, Republicans, just that's what they do. They get rid of their speakers. New Gingrich, John Boehner. Um, it, it's ironic the child molester was the, the, the one who held on, Diddy Hastert. Uh, all, all the others tossed. Um, it's funny to, to, when you look at it that way. But it doesn't really affect Americans on a daily basis. It will eventually if you get to a government shutdown and there's no speaker, legislation can't advance. But what really affects Americans are other things, and, and it's at the state level. It's one reason I try to tell people all the time. As much as we focus on Washington and the news in Washington, on a daily basis, Washington affects you far less than every other aspect of your government. People who are obsessed with politics have a hard time accepting that, but very little ever changes in Washington, D.C. That's not to say things don't change, but compared to everywhere else, what happens in Washington tends to rarely change your life. Occasionally they do big things like Obamacare and it affects your life. But normally in Washington, all they can do is vote to name a post office. But your city council, your school board, your county commission, your parish police jury, just for those of you in Louisiana, your state legislature, they affect you vastly more than Washington. And your local governments, in many cases, particularly in urban areas, tend to be dominated by loud progressive voices who help set public policy and those policies for which they advocate really can have life and death consequences, even to them. Josh Kruger and Ryan Carson were social justice advocates. Josh Kruger had been in government. He worked on homelessness issues. He had been, uh, struggled with addiction issues, homelessness, Got got himself cleaned up, got involved as a social justice progressive activist, went and worked for government, left government, became a journalist in Philadelphia uh, for left-wing causes. He was a left-wing advocate, gay rights advocate. He's been murdered. A couple of weeks ago, a woman showed up at his place looking for a man. He didn't know who this man was. This woman clearly had mental issues. She said she'd be watching him. She would come for him. And the other night he was found shot to death in the street. We don't know if it's that woman. We don't know who did it. But he was shot to death in Philadelphia. Ryan Carson is a social justice advocate in Brooklyn. He's advocated for uh, drug rehabilitation programs, uh, leniency on drug offenders, Uh, community uh, support, uh, a lot of progressive social advocates and social policies. The other night, Ryan Carson was with his girlfriend on the street, and he was stabbed to death by a man who began an altercation and stabbed him to death. I've seen people I know and like online on the right Almost mock these two dead men. Laugh at the tragedy of it. Um I, I don't want to do that. These two guys believed in something. I think they were wrong. Their beliefs, though, got them killed. In one way. And it is worth noting that without mocking them, without turning it into a joke, without ridiculing them, Josh Kruger denied that the crime wave in Philadelphia was bad, and he defended the district attorney in Philadelphia, who most people believe has made the crime situation worse. The district attorney in Philadelphia announced he was largely letting uh, young black men out of jail for gun crimes. So long as they had not uh, murdered someone because he thought that uh, the enforcement disproportionately fell on young black men. There has been a notable crime wave in Philadelphia. The problem here is a lot of people don't want to talk about the reality because they get labeled racist. And I would suspect by these two men who died, I would be labeled racist for pointing out that disproportionately these random acts of violence do not occur as white people against white people. The sad and unfortunate reality is that um, while white people tend to be involved in crime and there are more white people in jail than black people in this country, these random acts of violence in urban areas do tend to be young black men. We don't know yet who murdered Josh Krueger and if uh, the reports would be believed it was probably a uh, young black woman suffering from mass delusion. It very clearly is a young black man who killed Ryan Carson. When you talk about these things, however, you get labeled a racist. But young black men disproportionately are killing other young black men at an alarming rate with gang violence. And in random violence in cities and suburban areas, it tends to be young black men. And we have, in this country, it seems we've overcorrected to meet the demands of the progressive social justice warriors who have... Advance this notion that just based on the data that somehow we are an inherently racist nation because there are so many young black men in prison. Uh, No regard for the fact of who's committing the crimes and what crimes they're committing, we have overcorrected based on skin color as opposed to based on what people did, and it is having cascading effects in our society, and other people who are not left-wing social justice warriors advocating for more tolerance of the criminal element are also getting killed in the crossfire. Christopher Wright, is a Tennessee businessman. He was in downtown Chattanooga on Thursday night to meet up with a uh, friend of his. He got into an argument with a man named Daryl Roberts, a career criminal known as Too Tall. Christopher Wright was a father of three, including an eight-week-old baby. Wright was 38 got into this argument with Daryl Roberts, who was 57. Wright walked away, then turned around to say something to the two men. Daryl Roberts reacted by walking towards Christopher Wright and blowing his head off. Daryl Roberts, who killed Christopher Wright, had 66 prior arrests. He was fled. He fled, but was arrested. Roberts' rap sheet included assault, theft, drugs, burglary, traffic offenses, and aggravated robberies. One of his most notable arrests included a home invasion in 2010, where he fired six shots through a bedroom door. Thankfully, no one was hurt. Despite being arrested more than five dozen times, he had never served more than six months behind bars. He'll now go to prison for life if not get the death penalty. Christopher Wright was just going to a class reunion at the Baylor School. What's so galling to me is the the Chattanooga mayor, Tim Kelly, He suggested it was unavoidable. This is the quote from the mayor, Tim Kelly, the mayor of Chattanooga. This is his quote. The sad reality is that sometimes proactive policing only goes so far, particularly when you're dealing with the kind of person who would commit a murderous act of apparent rage in front of witnesses on the steps of his own apartment building under the blue light of a well-known public safety camera. That would be true except for the fact that this man has been arrested dozens and dozens of times for assault, theft, drugs, burglaries, traffic offenses, aggravated robbery, home invasion. Why was this man on the streets? He had served no more than six months in prison. Why was this man on the streets? Had the city of Chattanooga cared about law enforcement and justice, this man would have been in prison given his rap sheet. Sixty-six prior arrests. Christopher Wright would be alive today had Daryl Roberts been in prison after sixty-six arrests and numerous convictions. We have overcorrected as a society, and we have become too lenient on the criminal element. And even the voices of leniency are now getting gunned down by the criminals whose crimes they sought to be lenient with. Progressives have decided that crime is just vice, and vice is something you cannot control, and therefore these people cannot control their behaviors, and they should not be punished for the things they cannot control – So we should allow them onto the streets and we should give them the crack pipes to ensure they're doing drugs safely in their community. They have denied the crime wave. They've said it wasn't true. And anyone who's pointed out the disproportionate violence in non-white communities versus white communities is labeled a racist and told you're not allowed to talk about that. And we've spent so much time not talking about it and so much time bending over backwards to be sympathetic to the criminals as if it's not their fault and it's not under their control that good people, fathers of young newborns, are getting murdered in the streets. And even the very activists and advocates and agitators for lax criminal justice policies are now being murdered by the criminals they advocated for. At some point... We need more prisons, not less, and we need them filled up with bad guys instead of pretending the bad guys had a hard life and all shucks. We should let them roam the streets, lock them up, and keep them there. Society needs to be safe from the criminal element, and too many progressives think the criminal element should live amongst us. No, it shouldn't take more people getting killed to realize that.
2: He's got the courage to tell you the actual truth, even when it isn't popular. It's the Eric Erickson Show. can be live on Eric's show by calling 877-97-ERIC. That's 877-973-7425.
1: Hello and welcome. It is Eric Erickson, the phone number, 877-973-7425. I need to make you aware of something. In 55 minutes from now, if you're listening live... 55 minutes. Um, we are going to um, have an emergency alert test. 55 minutes from now, we are going to have an emergency alert test that is going to be nationwide. It will be on radio. It will be on television, it will be on cell phones, and here's the thing, Uh, if you have muted your cell phone, you're still going to get the alert, because the alert will override the mute option on your phone, uh, if all goes according to plan, now why? Uh, So I mentioned this a little bit yesterday. There are obviously conspiracy theorists out there claiming, oh, the government knows something bad is going to happen and whatever. Um, This is after 9-11, the government started wanting a national emergency alert system. And um, so they decided to uh, advance this system and build it. And as cell phones rolled out, they decided to weave it into cell phones uh, remember, the iPhone didn't exist during 9-11. Um, he had Blackberries at the time. but So they've constructed the system. They've tied it all together. They wanted to integrate satellite radio with television, with terrestrial radio, and then it made sense to add in cell phones because of the way cell signals work. Uh, it will be in Spanish if your phone defaults to Spanish language. In the menu, it will be in English otherwise. And this is really to test it, to make sure this integrated component works. They've been building this out for a number of years with the rise of 5G and 5G cell towers and the like. They've been doing these sorts of things. Um, So there you have it. Um, And it'll happen at 2.20 p.m. Eastern time today, more or less it will take time to roll it out, so your cell phones it may not work. It'll basically over 30 minutes between 2:20 p.m. Eastern time and 2:50 p.m. Eastern time, you will hear the alarm go off at some point. If you don't want it to go off by 2:20 p.m., you're supposed to have your cell phone turned off. Otherwise, you're going to get it. Um, but you might as well watch it in operation. It's not like the Amber Alert systems that you can opt in and opt out of. This this is the, the national test system, so just be warned. In less than an hour, this is going to happen. About 55 minutes from now, um, it's going to happen. So there you go. Be prepared. Now, i got to tell you about Patriot Mobile. Speaking of cell phones, Patriot Mobile could be your cell phone provider. All you got to do is reach out to Patriot Mobile at patriotmobile.com slash Eric today, patriotmobile.com slash E-R-I-C-K, and you, too, can have Patriot Mobile as your cell phone provider. Why do you want them? Well... They are a Christian conservative company. Now, there are other cell phone providers that claim to be for conservatives. This is the only one that was explicitly set up to be operated by Christian conservatives for Christian conservatives and then take their profits and fund the causes you care about. So they actually write checks to the pro-life movement, and they write checks to the Second Amendment movement, and they fund the campaigns of conservative parents fighting for school board seats against the wokes, and they do it with their profits, and they get their profits by you moving your business to them. That's why you want to use Patriot Mobile. In exchange, you get guaranteed great service, probably using the same cell tower you're already using. You can even keep your existing phone number. All you do is go to patriotmobile.com eric or call them at 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. Tell them I sent you. You get great service at patriotmobile.com slash eric.
2: smart, fearless, and occasionally funny. You're listening to The Eric Erickson Show.
1: Hello, welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number, 877-973-7425 is the phone number should you wish to be on the program. Very happy to have you. I got to play you some audio real quick. Uh, Henry Quaylar is a... Uh, Republican member, uh, or Republican Democrat member of Congress. And he was carjacked in Washington, D.C. the other night, a Democratic member of Congress. Carjacked in Washington, D.C., and do you know, according to the dim-witted White House press secretary, it's Republicans' fault. If a member of Congress is not safe on the streets of the nation's capital, who is
0: Look, we're grateful and relieved that the Congressman is unharmed. We understand what communities are going through across the country, not just in D.C. That's why the President took action very early on in his administration to get the American Rescue Plan done without the help of Republicans. That's why every time he puts forward his budget, he makes sure there are billions of dollars to deal with crime. That's just a fact. All you got to look is what the president has been able to do this past two years. There's always going to be wor- more work to be done. But the fact is, the president has taken action.
1: uh uh-huh Uh aha, so Peter Ducey followed up. The first follow-up would be, how are you going to blame Republicans for this? Isn't D.C. run by a bunch of Democrats? I'm going to
0: speak to what the president has done, right? The president has been very, very straightforward about what he has done to make sure that communities are safe. American Rescue Plan, not one Republican in Congress voted for it. Not one. There were billions of dollars in that plan, in in that act, to make sure communities across the country got funding so that they can indeed hire more police officers so that they can keep their communities
1: safe. (sighs) So, you know, Washington, D.C. is, uh, used to be the murder capital of the world. It got better. And now I think it's back to being like the murder capital of the world. It's not a safe place. And this, again, goes to the ongoing efforts of Democrats to defund the police. Remember, the mayor of Washington, D.C., uh, allowed defund the police to be written on the streets along with Black Lives Matter. They, they, they allowed defund the police as a slogan to be painted on the streets. We're seeing Democrats now forcing the rest of us to live in these crime-ridden cities where they let the the criminals out of jail. Onto the streets. Look at the cashless bail situation in Los Angeles now. Starting on Sunday, uh, bail goes away in California. No one will have to make bail. If, Unless you are a commit a violent gun crime in Los Angeles, you will now be let out of jail and given a date to show up in court. What do you think is going to happen? And, and the, the progressive social justice advocates are gaslighting all of us, saying this isn't going to increase crime. They're still being held accountable. They'll still go to court. We've got to keep these people off the streets. Lock them up. It's not just for Hillary Clinton anymore. It's for the, the actual, like, bandits, murderers, burglars, robbers. Lock them up. More and more of them need to be locked up and have the key thrown away. And just keep them in prison. Bad guys need to be thrown in prison. It's This isn't hard. This is common sense. It should be common sense. Now, speaking of common sense, have you guys heard about this uh, Panasonic battery factory Um, needs a coal-powered plant? I thought this story was made up, but it's actually not made up. This is hilarious to me. Panasonic is building a battery plant. In Kansas, I believe it is. Yes, Kansas. It's going to be, um, where are the details here? Yeah, DeSoto, Kansas. That's where it is, DeSoto, Kansas. The battery plant is going to require so much energy to build electric batteries that they're going to need a coal-burning power plant to provide it energy. It's a 4 million square foot EV project in DeSoto, Kansas. It'll be one of the largest facilities of its kind in the United States. Evergy, the utility company serving the factory, is going to have to keep open a coal-burning power plant at its Lawrence Energy Center until at least 2028. They were going to transition to natural gas, but they can't due to power demands from the facility. It's going to need 200 to 250 megawatts of electricity to operate, which a small city typically needs. So this is just so wind and solar won't cut it; they can't generate enough wind and solar. So they got to keep a um, fossil fuel burning plant, a coal powered plant, in operation past the date it was supposed to shut down. In order to meet the energy demands of the electric, this is just too hilarious. The battery plant needs the coal plant to produce the batteries. Now, while all of this is happening, something else is happening as well. This is from Bloomberg News today. When Amber Lombardi went car shopping last year, she knew she needed an efficient vehicle able to haul a large trailer for her mobile dental practice. It'd be great if it could help provide electricity for some of her onboard equipment. The Ford F-150 pickup she chose had plenty of towing capability, and her drills and teeth-cleaning tools can draw juice from a 7.2-kilowatt generator built into the bed of the truck, powered by the same battery that propels it down the road. Lombardi's truck isn't one of Ford's hot-selling F-150 pickup trucks. It's a gasoline-electric hybrid version of the venerable F-150, which costs less and saves big on her fuel bills. It just wasn't within our reach to have a fully electric vehicle, says Lombardi, the chief executive officer of Mainley Teeth in Portland, Maine. Ha-ha, <laughs> clever name. Toyota introduced the Prius a quarter century ago. Small gasoline engine with a large battery, darling of the green movement but hybrids have fallen out of favor with electric with automakers but that's not really true the reason hybrids have fallen out of favor with automakers is because the government subsidizes the manufacture of fully electric vehicle and esg advocates punish companies particularly auto companies that don't go fully battery the problem however is that, one, we don't have enough lithium out there readily available right now to be able to build enough trucks, and also, they're really expensive. You can build, I think, what what did Toyota say, six uh, hybrids, if you want a a plug-in hybrid, and you can build dozens more regular hybrids with the battery of just one electric vehicle. U.S. hybrid sales have more than doubled since 2020. Ford is doubling production on its three-year-old F-150 hybrid, lowering the price by $1,900, making it equal to the full gasoline model, 10% cheaper than the all-electric model it introduced last year. Ford aims to quadruple hybrid sales over the next five years and offer the technology across its lineup, even as it throttles back ambitious production plans for its fully electric model. All right, y'all. Here's the problem. Uh, Hybrid models make a lot of sense. They actually make more sense than all electric vehicles for most people. Let me read you this paragraph here. For drivers seeking to tow big trailers, hybrids are a better option than fully electric versions. Because heavy loads sap the battery and reduce the range of an all-electric pickup. The F-150 hybrid combines an electric motor with a 3.5-liter V6 engine giving it 430 horsepower, among the most powerful in the F-150 lineup. The 2023 model averages 25 miles per gallon versus 21 miles per gallon for a conventional F-150 with the same engine. That's not a bad deal. I mentioned my buddy Brayden, He's got a he's got one of those newer uh, electric hybrid pri- Priuses. It's a plug in hybrid electric, and he gets like I want to say like a thousand miles to the ground. It's absurd how much he gets around town. It's on on electric. It's only when he drives great distances does it even switch on the gas motor. It's it's in, insanely good. The government prioritized electric vehicles. And in, in in subsidizing electric vehicles, tried to shut down the hybrid market because the environmental Nazis of America decided that uh, hybrid models still use gas, and gas is bad. Meanwhile, I don't know if you know this or not, but Saudi Arabia has decided to keep gas prices high. They, they've continued to restrict oil output. The reason Saudi Arabia's restricted oil output is because... We have reduced oil output. As much as Joe Biden brags about the amount of oil we're producing in this country, he's actually curtailed oil production in this country. And Saudi Arabia has decided, look, we're not giving everybody our oil. Oil is, is going to run out at some point. If you want gas prices to come down, you need to produce more oil yourself instead of taking all of our oil. So they've restricted the flow. It benefits them financially. The price of a barrel of oil has gone up. And the U.S. isn't producing as much as it could. We have the capacity to produce so much more. Biden took Anwar off the table, which would have been a, a massive new supply of oil for the global market. But they took it off the table. OPEC, uh, one of OPEC's top ministers, who is also from Saudi Arabia, pointed out that we actually need more uh, investment in oil and gas in this country. Let, let me just, just clue you in on something. Gasoline is not going away. Oil is not going away. Do you know how plastics are made? Oil is not going away. We don't have battery-powered planes. We don't have battery-powered planes. And the recyclable, vegetable-fuel-powered planes of America, they're they are not online. They're not going to be around anytime soon. Your tractors and combines and harvesters, they're not going to battery. They, they, need, they need diesel. you got to have oil for diesel it is a willfully naive set of public policy predictions to think that oil is going to go away within the next 10 years which is what joe biden says it is too much of our economy requires oil too much of it requires oil too much of it requires diesel too much of it i'm looking right now out my window there is a massive train 1 two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10 11 12 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 20 22 20, 23 24 25 it goes on and on and on it's, it's, it's well over 40, 40 cars on this train. It's massive. Oh, here come the double-decker ones. It's got two locomotives. When it passed a while back, it's still going, y'all. It's a huge train. Had two locomotives up front running diesel. You can see the black smoke coming out. Those trains aren't going away. They're not going to be electric. Our economy requires fossil fuels. Hybrid models stretch our ability to use the fossil fuels for a very long time. They do reduce emissions. They do reduce emissions. They use a combination of gas and electric. They stretch the gas usage. They reduce bills. They are comparable in price to current fossil fuel burning engines. And yet our government, led by the environmental Nazis of America, have decided That we must get rid of them because we must destroy the economy, because we must render ourselves back to the Stone Age, because saving the planet is more important than saving humanity, because they're convinced somehow saving humanity will come by saving the planet. No, you will regress humanity, you will make our lives miserable, you will drive up our costs, you will force us to give things up. Already they're starting to talk about that. We need to be a degrowth society. That's what they're calling it, degrowth. We've talked about this before. They want to degrow society, which is a way of saying they want to shrink society. They want to drag up our costs, drive up the price of everything so that you can consume less. And by consuming less, by being poorer, by being more miserable, they think they'll save the planet. They've decided to put their idols ahead of the people. And now they're going to war against hybrid vehicles because they still use gas, even though they're cheaper and cut emissions. And in the process of making the batteries, they got to have a fossil fuel burning power plant to keep the to keep the batteries going. Good Lord, these people are irrational. Now, you know, I look, I believe in just reason and, and rationality and, and reason in my thinking instead and of emotion. And one of the great groups that's very reasonable to deal with and, and believes in reason and logic is Americans for Prosperity. I hope you might reach out to them, americansforprosperity.org. Eric. If you want to become a better, more effective, conservative advocate and activist, if you want to be more persuasive, if you want to have the facts at your fingertips to be able to go to your city government, your school board, your state legislature, and make the case for free markets and free people, Americans for Prosperity can teach you. They've got chapters in over 36 states. They've got over 4 million activists. They teach people to be door knockers, to reach out to their neighbors and persuade them about how bad by binomics is and how good free market reforms could be in this country. They teach people how to advocate for the American dream and how to advocate for deregulation and getting government out of the way. Americans for Prosperity, they want you involved. They want you to be an activist. They want to teach you to be an effective advocate. What you can do is go to AmericansForProsperity.org slash Eric today. AmericansForProsperity.org slash E-R-I-C-K. Go sign up with them today. Be a part of a movement across the country for free markets and free people. Fight against Bidenomics with Americans for Prosperity.
2: He'll do the research and give it to you straight. Eric Erickson is live every weekday. Want Eric's weekly recipes? They're super delicious. Text RECIPE to 33777 now.
1: Hello there. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. We are 25 minutes away from this nationwide. I can't decide whether I'm leaving my cell phone on or not. I, I, I kind of want to see it operate at the same time. I don't want to be annoyed by the stupid sound. Uh, so I did get this email. <laughs> I got this email from the bosses. It said, don't play the sound. I was explaining this to a friend of mine this morning who was asking me about this test. Uh, you can't play the sound. You all know the sound, the, eh, 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 the annoying sound that they play um, before the emergency. This is a test to the emergency broadcast system or whatever. You're, you're not allowed to play the sound on TV or radio. Uh, it's a big, big federal law no no. You, you do not play that sound unless there really is uh, a, a an authorized test or emergency. People have lost their jobs. People have uh, been fined by the government for doing it. It's a big no no. Um, this sound right here, <laughs> no, not going to do it. Um, y- you can't, uh, but you're all going to be subjected to it in about 20 minutes. Um, th- th- what I find very cool is, is actually uh, from just from the technical side of it, cause you know, I'm a computer nerd, the actual technical wherewithal to be able to get this, to transmit over television, radio, satellite radio. And electronic devices all at the same time, which is why they're testing it because we've never done it like this before, is actually a remarkable thing. It is a very technically uh, complex feat to be able to broadcast it in all those media at the same time, and they're going to try to pull it off today. There's not really a a grand conspiracy here. I've seen some people online try to connect the dots. There was a nuclear missile test or something in Russia yesterday yesterday. That oh, what's the government doing? They must know something. They must be doing it for a reason. Yeah, the reason is they've been building this sucker out since January or since september eleventh, two thousand one. And I mean this is the government for you. Twenty two years after they first decided they wanted to do this, they finally built it. Can you imagine it takes that long to, to do something like this now? Good grief. It does not take nearly as long for you to go to omahasteaks.com and put eric in as your promo code at checkout and get $30 off your order. How you like that transition? Ha. omahasteaks.com. Now listen, if you don't know what to get at omahasteaks, you can put my name in the search bar. They'll they'll come up with a package for you. They always do. They never let you down. But at checkout, if you put my name in Eric, E-R-I-C-K, in the promo code box, you're going to get $30 off, and already on the site, it's 50% off. It's the semiannual sale. So you don't need a, a previously designed package. You just go to Omaha Steaks and load your cart up. Get the seafood, the Argentinian wildtail shrimp, yes. Get the salmon, yes. Get the brisket, Yes. Get the New York strips, oh, yes, and the bacon wrap fillets, my gosh. Load up your cart at checkout. Use the promo code ERIC, E-R-I-C-K. Get $30 off, already unbelievable savings. Minimum order on your cart applies, though. Minimum order applies. steaks.com Use ERIC as your promo code at checkout.
2: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.